Hello, hello. Welcome to Raw Japan, episode 278. This is Brandon Chin, broadcasting from Itoshima, Fukuoka. And today, I would like to give a little update about coronavirus. Uh, it's been ravaging the world since December 2019, when it originated in Wuhan, China. And now, April, beginning of April, this uh, virus pandemic has literally locked down i think i saw some statistic was like two-thirds of the world was two-thirds of humanity was the headline i was like holy shit this is uh this is massive but also in some weird odd way unifying because we're all not all of us but uh, most of us are suffering the same pain of uh, not just staying inside and not having much to do to entertain ourselves outside, but also many people are suffering the health effects of coronavirus as well as the economic effects of the pandemic, slowing down business as usual. So what I'm here to tell you is what Japan is doing. And as I've experienced it so far, they've been kind of slow with lockdowns and stuff like that. You might have seen that the Olympics got cancelled, or I should say postponed, until 2021. Uh, that happened last month. Uh, schools were shut down in Japan, I think, beginning of March. Uh, you know, in uh, spring break came early for a lot of kids for elementary, junior high, and high schools uh, nationwide. And a lot of parents here, you know, a lot of parents that work um, while their children are at school are now having to deal with, you know, entertaining and educating their children at home. And that has affected a lot of people's work schedules as well. And uh, I'm sure the economic effects will be long and hard throughout this year and the next. And if you read some of the opinions and assertions from certain financial uh, behemoths and people that are informed and have seen many different downturns um, throughout the decades. You know, I've only lived not even three decades, just two decades so far, 28. So um, I've only seen 2008 and my parents did well to uh, shield me from the worst of it so uh, which I'm grateful for um, but this one is going to be heavy er is what a lot of them are saying a lot of, there's going to be a, a a lot of people call it the greater recession that's coming and it could be worse uh, or worst thing we've seen since the 1930s and I say we as if I was there I was not but we as in humanity and a large reason why is because there's lots of debt. You know, a lot of countries have a lot of debt. And uh, they're printing money out of thin air, which is not backed by anything. So basically, it's paper that's not worth anything. And the more they print, the less it's worth. And what we could have is all that money in your bank account, in your savings accounts, in your retirement accounts could end up being worth a lot less than it is now. So a lot of people are talking about putting it, it into real assets, uh, real estate, gold, and some people also playing with crypto and stuff like that. And 
it's just come to, you know, really provide me with a clear mind in terms of um, where I want to see my life in a year or two. And I've, it's funny because, I mean, I've been preparing for this type of thing. Um, and not, not to say that I'm, you know, 100% wholly prepared, but mentally, I'm, I'm ready. And the reason is because I have seen the value in growing your own food, owning land, and being connected with your local community. Because at the end of the day, those are the things that are going to keep you alive. And, uh... If you don't do what you can now to start fostering those um, relationships and doing what you can to secure real hard assets, things that you can touch and use, then, you know, you might be, well, more than might, you are, it's going to hurt. When it comes, it's going to hurt. And so... uh as I've mentioned many times on this podcast, you know, I do my best to go out and meet as many people as possible that are around me. Locals, doesn't matter what type of position they're in, speaking to them, etc. But of course, with social distancing, it's wise to stay inside, stay at home until we flatten the curve of this uh, virus spreading to more people. Because even if you're not showing symptoms, you might have it. And if you're not staying at home, you're out and about and spreading it to other people unknowingly. And that's how the number of cases grows exponentially. That's how the number of people that die from this because the healthcare system can't handle it crashes. That's how that number increases. So the more people that get infected, the more people that go to the hospital and the less beds the hospitals have to treat people and remember it's not just people with coronavirus symptoms going to the hospital there's people there for other stuff and normal <laughs> sicknesses and diseases and so if you just have a sudden influx of people that have these symptoms from COVID-19 you know the nurses and the doctors they can't handle it they can't they don't have the ventilators to treat the people with the worst symptoms and so everything goes to shit and people die waiting for a bed in the hospital because they can't get treatment and uh, also doctors and nurses are getting infected because they don't have the proper equipment the ppe the personal protective equipment is running on low not enough masks gloves etc what this means for you is to stay your ass home, wash your damn hands, and read some books. And if you want some books, I got them. I write books about my daily experiences here in Japan and also my thoughts on big-ass problems like this. And so I'm writing a novel now that's tying coronavirus pandemic-like uh effects with climate change, AI, um, and um, state surveillance. So,
you're interested in that type of, uh, I don't even know how to call it. It's a thriller, but it's, let's call it an Asian science fiction thriller. Because it's based in Japan and, you know, there's lots of uh, experiences and settings that are relevant and specific to Japan. So if you're interested in that type of book, well, you might want to be on my list to get the updates when they come. So what you can do now is go to brandonchin.net, type in your email address in the box there, and you get a free novel, a different one. And you'll also get usually daily updates about my life here and how you can apply the principles I learn every day from living in a really old country that does things the old way, while also sprinkling in some modern what-the-fuck type of uh, lifestyle ways in there as well. So you get both sides, the old and the new, and on the bridge, you know, so that you can understand all this stuff. Anime and the samurai and the ninja and all that stuff is not the only way to understand Japan. And I am doing my best to bring you stories from locals every day. Even when I'm staying at home. Alright, good night. Take care of yourself. And, as always, jump on the newsletter. Good night. Take care. BrandonChin.net